Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by, well, not presented by anybody now. It's us. It's the Ice Guys. It's Sunday, October 29th. Uh, Ian Cameron. You can tell we're hungover from a big Saturday uh, in sports, including the NHL. Uh, the Ice Guys, Sunday, October 29th. Uh, Ian Cameron with you. Uh, Alex B. Smith, a little under the weather today, so we'll give him the day off. He'll be back with us tomorrow. This is going to be a very short show. I have to be going someplace in about, I would say, 20 minutes from now, so we're going to skip the recap for Saturday. Uh, I do want to point out great win, Anaheim Ducks, to start the day. Um, great job uh, last night as well by the Vegas uh, Golden Knights, uh, obviously bouncing back uh, in their game as well. So lots of uh, good uh, results last night uh, in the NHL, of course. So uh, lots to uh, talk about. Uh, Rangers with a shootout win. Ottawa. How about Ottawa with that ravaged blue line? Missing multiple defensemen, including Shabbat. And they go into Pittsburgh and beat the Penguins 5-2, who just shut out Colorado at home the day, the game before that. Uh, go figure with the Pittsburgh Penguins right now. Um, Boston 4-1 win against Detroit. Uh, Florida comes back, unfortunately, uh, beat Seattle. Uh, best bet falls after a good start for Seattle, but uh, they couldn't sustain it. The Panthers get a win. Nashville shootout win over Toronto as well, 3-2. A very busy day, of course, it was on Saturday. It was an up-and-down day for me in terms of sides and totals, and unfortunately, it was a not-my-best-day with player props. We didn't hit many of those. Other than Joe Valeno, we really did, again, which is amazing that he cashed in again, but other than that, it was a very, very... Um, uh, it was, hey, when you're when you're going to bet those plus price player props and go for the big scores, you're not going to you're not going to hit them every day. You're not going to hit them every day. And uh, yesterday was definitely, uh, you know, certainly a situation where um, didn't have those big plus price player prop goal props popping like we have uh, here the last several days. But that's OK. You're going to have ups and downs with it. Before we get into today's card, we've had an absolutely devastating, tragic incident in a hockey game overseas in England, the EIHL, the Elite Ice Hockey League. I was just absolutely, I was devastated. I could only imagine, I could only imagine the family and friends uh, of Adam Johnson, who actually played in the NHL years ago, was a member in the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, organization. Uh, he unfortunately was uh, fatally wounded in an absolutely tragic accident on the ice during a game, during a regular season EIHL game in England, uh, and a skate blade of an opponent, just a, a tragic accident, just ended up flying up in the air, catching him right in the neck, severely, you know, uh, wounding him in the neck area. Apparently, it hit his jugular, and that is essentially what ended up being the um, the, the part of it that just made it impossible for him to survive. It was just absolutely tragic. And it's the thing that I have feared in this sport for years is that with it being such a violent sport, such a physical sport, such a, you know, hard contact sport, things are happening at such a fast rate uh, and, and you, that something like this might eventually happen. And uh, it was just uh, 
very, very upsetting, um, but, but feared for a long time that this sport has become so fast, you know, and so physical, violent, you know, uh, that something like this might occur. And uh, unfortunately, we have seen it uh, overseas um, within the EIHL with Adam Johnson. So just unbelievably sad. Um, just a tragedy. They've shut down league operations. All the games that were scheduled today in that league, rightfully so, have been postponed. Uh, the next home game for the uh, team that Adam Johnson played for uh, over in England, which is the Nottingham Panthers, um, they weren't, aren't going to play at least for the next few days. They had, I think, a, a home game scheduled on Tuesday night. They canceled that out of respect for this tragic passing. And obviously the team itself needs time to mourn and come to grips with this, come to terms with this, because I can only imagine what they're going through right now. This is just something that nobody would have expected. Um, and it's just awful. It's awful. And if anything, this incident should maybe get the conversations going in the NHL about, do we look at something like neck guards to protect players in K because this, this, you know, Clint Malarchik had an incident like this. Thankfully, Back in the 80s, when Clint Malarchuk had this situation where a skate cut him in the in that area, quickly there were there were trainers there that quickly you know got on it, you know, try to mitigate the loss of blood, and obviously that's probably what happened here with Adam Johnson. They just couldn't, you know, couldn't intercept that loss of blood quickly enough. By the time he ended up getting to the hospital, just absolutely awful. I have seen it. I'm. Ne I would. I hope nobody plays this, and it's it's out of respect to Adam and his family. No, no one should want to see this, but I did, and it's it's awful. It's horrifying. It's a tragic day. It's a sad day in hockey. It's a sad day in this sport, you know. And I know it's you know a, a, a pro league outside of the NHL, but um, it it deserves attention. It deserves to be mentioned, and it's just. And I think it should be a a call to action for the NHL to look at how we can better protect players, especially in a, from a situation like this. Do we use neck guards, you know, is I think a legit conversation that I think the NHL and the NHL players association needs to have because preventable is it, it was, you know, definitely if, you know, there's some kind of protection in that area that would be able to, you know, keep that you know, skate from cutting him. Uh, right in that neck area. So absolutely really sad day, just an awful day. Um, because the one thing you, the one thing you don't ever want to see is death in a, in a game or in a sport. You know, these are athletes that love playing their respective sports. It would be the same thing if a football player died on a football field. And we almost had it, believe it or not, last year with DeMar Hamlin for the Buffalo Bills. But, you know, uh, that's the last thing you want to see. There's no player that should ever lose their life playing the sport they love playing you know the, how they make their money for their career they go to work to do their job they don't go to work to you know lose their life and that's why this is just so it, it's it's hard to come to grips with it it really is all you know all we can say at this point is um all the best to the Nottingham Panthers organization i know this has got to be an absolutely traumatic devastating Last 24 hours for them, the, to Adam Johnson's family, friends, all of his teammates, current and former. I mean, just absolutely a, a tragic day. Uh, and uh, rest in peace to uh, Adam Johnson. I don't know how the hell I transitioned from that to talking about NHL. It seems so minute. 
uh, in comparison, but we will attempt to do so. We do have uh, four games here on the uh, NHL card uh, on this uh, Sunday, so we will get into it now. We will start with the uh, Colorado Avalanche taking on the uh, Buffalo Sabres. Now, this is a game that is uh, early start time, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern uh, in Buffalo. We've got Colorado minus uh, 170. Uh, road favorites in this game and the total six and a half across the board. Colorado looking to bounce back from their first loss uh, of the season uh, on the other night against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins really was shocking to see them. Not so much that they lost that game, but that, you know, they got dominated uh, by the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins in that game. So they are looking to rebound. No question about that uh, here today, taking on the uh, Buffalo Sabres Uh, avalanche have taken money minus minus one fifty up to minus one seventy. Uh, here in this game you know as far as this one goes um there's someone in the chat i happen to notice it actually just when we were coming on the air that um makes some sense i think a colorado and over five and a half parlay that actually does make a lot of sense to me i mean i do like over six and a half on its own Uh, i don't trust uko pekka right now who's going to be a net for the buffalo Sabres, and he's got to be he's the default goalie now for this team devin levi is still out uh, and not ready to return from injury. And now Eric Comrie got injured in the last game for Buffalo against New Jersey. So he is going to be out at least day to day, it looks like right now, although they have placed him on the IR. So it looks like it could be longer than that. But yeah, Uko Pekalukin in the net for Buffalo against a Colorado team that's looking to uh, bounce back after their sound defeat uh, at, against uh, Pittsburgh, getting shut out in that game by the uh, Penguins. Uh, I would look at over six and a half on its own. I think that Colorado and over five and a half parlay, definitely. I, I could see that here in this game as well. Uh, those are two good looks. Colorado and regulation as well, maybe a consideration in this one. And look, I know there's going to be some people that subscribe to that theory of the team from the West playing an early start game uh, in the Eastern time zone, but didn't seem to bother Anaheim yesterday, did it? Taking on the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. So, uh, definitely, I think this is a spot for Colorado to bounce back. But I think for better value, like I said, I would look at Colorado and over five and a half. I think that's a really good combination. You can get plus 130, you know, at Pinnacle with that bet. I also like over six and a half on its own, which is at minus 130, minus 135 in this game. And as far as player props go, I mean, you look at the way the lineups work. I mean, when the Avalanche gets shut out, you expect them to score goals potentially in bunches the next game. That's not a team that's used to getting a goose egg next to them in a game. So I would expect McKinnon and Rantanen to be at the forefront. Again, I still believe that Arturi Lekkonen and Val Nichushkin are value prop players right now for Colorado because they are playing on the top line with Nathan McKinnon. So I like that. And then as far as the Buffalo Sabres, I'm not going to overthink it with uh, Buffalo as far as props go. I do. There are a couple that I'm interested in, though. Casey Middlestats moving up the lineup. J.J. Paterka is starting to heat up. He's now on the second line with Middlestat and Skinner. I think J.J. Paterka is a good prop look. Uh, Greenway again on the top line as long as he stays there with Tage Thompson. And how about this promotion? Zach Benson, who has been out for, up for three of the last four games with a lower body injury, he is going to be back in this game, Zach Benson. That's their first round pick from this past year's draft. 18 years old he is. He does have two assists. He's playing on the top line. Don Granado's putting him right up to the top line here today with Tage Thompson uh, and with uh, Jordan Greenway. So how about this bump up the lineup for the young kid, the rookie, Zach Benson? So why not? Why not take a shot on some Zach Benson props here, goal and assist prop here in this game? And I absolutely love, love, love because he's on fire right now for Buffalo. He's probably been their best forward. 
the last couple games. Dylan Cousins, he's on a point scoring streak that is now at six games, six consecutive games with a point. He has three goals during that span. So a goal prop and an assist prop with Dylan Cousins, or you can bet the point prop as uh, on its own, whichever you prefer. I prefer splitting it up with the goal and the assist prop. But yeah, I think you have to look at Dylan Cousins uh, in some form right now for the Buffalo Sabres, the way he is playing uh, for them. All right, San Jose and Washington. Uh, we've got the uh, San Jose Sharks, uh, or sorry, Washington rather, is a minus 240 uh, road, uh, home favorite in this game, and the total currently sitting at uh, six shaded to the under. Um, got, you know what? This is Washington's won two in a row. You know, they are starting to play better hockey. You have to give them some credit for that. And I want to fade San Jose at every reasonable opportunity. Um, so you know what I will do here? And this is not, I'm I'm not, not going to be betting on Washington very much. You know, I'm not a big fan of this team, but I will give them credit where credit's due. They've beaten two teams in a row, New Jersey and Minnesota, uh, after a rough start to the year, this is a winnable game for them against a horrible San Jose Sharks team, which is, it's not even close that they are my worst team in the NHL. It's not even a debate right now, uh, with what we've seen from them. Um, so I'm going to go with that same two the same two looks that have been cashing lately. Now these are small bets because I'm I'm not a I'm not rushing to back this Washington team. I've got my reservations, but they look like the '70s Canadians, the '80s Oilers. Name any dynasty team you want. That's what the Washington Capitals look like right now. Comparison with the San Jose Sharks. That's how bad the Sharks have been. Like they have been awful in their own end. The goaltending is some of the worst in the NHL from Blackwood and Kokkinen. And right now they can't score goals either. So they've had all kinds of problems right now, the Sharks team. So what I'm going to do here in this game, now small bets here uh, with these two because it is Washington. Uh, this is not like they're playing Carolina and Tampa Bay like the last two games, which we know those are better teams than Washington without a doubt. But San Jose is that bad. I think Washington's trying to gain some momentum. And if you're Washington after two wins, you know, you got to be able to, if you haven't want to entertain thoughts of getting back into the playoff mix, uh, and you still have a lot of work to do. You got to win games like this. You've got to beat the worst team by far in the NHL on home ice. It's as simple as that. So, going to rock with Washington here. First period puck line minus a half plus one thirty two uh, at Pinnacle. And I'm also going to, you know, we I mentioned it on the last time San Jose played Friday against Carolina, and it also cashed the game before that when they played Tampa Bay. Start looking at the teams early in the game against uh, San Jose because I'm finding that teams want to jump out to that quick lead against San Jose, and then when they get that lead, they're kind of just protecting the net, playing good defense, not necessarily looking to run it up and score more goals. So that has been the theme lately for the um, for the, for teams against the uh, San Jose Sharks. So I'm not sure how many books will have this, but if you can find an alternative team total on Washington. Most books are going to have their team total at over 0.5 at like minus 230. If any books provide Washington Capitals team total first period over one and a half, you'll be able to get probably over plus 200 with that. I think it's worth a a small shot there because we have seen the San Jose team giving up two cob, you know, very early uh, in these games lately. So uh, those would be the looks for me here would be Washington first period puck line, and also Washington, if you can find it, Washington uh, over one and a half first period team total. And again, you're going to get a really nice plus price with that. 
Uh, props would probably be Washington props for me because obviously I don't really trust San Jose to do much uh, offensively right now. I do want to point out Dylan Strom's on a roll right now for Washington. He's really gotten it going the last few games. His props are worth a look. Tom Wilson was moved up to the top line against um, Minnesota uh, on Friday night. He ended up scoring a goal, and he now has points in three straight games. So maybe Tom Wilson props as well worth a look here for the uh, Washington Capitals tonight. All right, Minnesota, New Jersey. We've got uh, New Jersey minus 165, minus 170 home favorites, six and a half being the uh, total in this game. Back to the well with the over. I don't know how you, you stop at this point. <laughs> this Devils team just can't play games that don't get up and down the ice and don't have a bunch of uh, 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 goals. You know, we've just seen this every single time out with New Jersey. Every game for them has gone over the total this year. Seven games for New Jersey, seven overs. 4-3-4-3-4-3-5-4-5-2-6-4-5-4. So every single New Jersey Devils game this year has gotten to at least seven goals. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. Uh, this is a New Jersey team that is definitely struggling. And you know what's funny, Rich H., you mentioned, yes, Nico Heeshear out. They'll miss his offense. They'll miss his defense just as much, if not more. He's an, he's one of the better defensive forwards, as we know, in the NHL. You know, he probably will be nominated for the Frank Selke Award this year to, for defensive forwards. So um, while they'll miss his offense, they'll miss his de- ability defensively uh, as well, if not more, uh, for this New Jersey Devils team. So, you know, you're already struggling to keep the puck out. You know, you've scored a lot of goals, but you've been giving up goals as well. And now you're without one of your best two-way and one of your best defensive forwards in Heashier. Yeah, that's definitely uh, not what you want for a struggling defensive team. We do have some lineup shifting going on for Lindy Ruff's crew uh, in this game. Dawson Mercer hasn't gotten going. I think of all the things that's disappointing about New Jersey so far, it's that he hasn't had a point yet in these seven games. It's shocking for a guy that was uh, absolutely terrific, dynamite, in fact, for the New Jersey Devils down the stretch of last season. Doesn't have a point yet for them this year, but he's moved up to the second line uh, for this game today with the injury to uh, Heeshear. He'll center the second line with Jesper Bratt and Tyler Toffoli. Does that get him going? I think it's if you're going to buy low on Mercer, today's not a bad day to do it. Normally, I'm a proponent of let's wait to see him score. Let's wait to see him get a, a point before we bet his uh, player props. But um, I, I would maybe look at some value with Mercer here. Uh, now that he's centering the second line tonight for the New Jersey Devils. Palat, Hughes, and Meyer, your top line. Palat's moving up, so maybe there's some value with Palat now that he's on the uh, top line. As far as Minnesota goes, um, they actually played a better defensive game finally against uh, Washington, but couldn't get the uh, offense in that one as they lose 3-2 to the Capitals. Uh, They're still waiting for Kaprizov to really hit his stride. He's only got two goals this season. No points in three of the last four games. So hasn't been the best start for him by any stretch of the imagination for uh, for uh, uh, Kaprizov. I keep saying it. I mean, he has been the one player in their bottom six that's been scoring. And I'll be back to the well with it. Marco Rossi again uh, for the Minnesota Wild. Games or points in three straight games. Goals in two of the last three games. And you can get this uh, player at around always plus 600, plus 700. Just an absolutely spectacular price for Marco Rossi. So of all the player props uh, on the uh, board for Minnesota in this game, uh, there's no question Marco Rossi uh, among my favorites for the Wild uh, here in this game, who's producing at a a very solid clip so far, considering he's just playing on the uh, third line for the uh, Minnesota Wild. So those are some props I would look at, but I also like this game, obviously. Uh, Over six and a half. 
uh, between the Wild and the Devils. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, it is uh, seven straight overs to begin the season here for this uh, New Jersey Devils team. And uh, just quickly on the uh, goaltending uh, situation here uh, for uh, this game, I'm going to just check to see who's going to – it's not that it matters really either way. Vanacek and Schmidt have both been uh, uh, mediocre this year uh, in net for the Devils. Uh, Gustafson is um, – Philip Gustafson is projected for Minnesota but not confirmed. Uh, Alexander Georgiev, by the way, has just been confirmed in net for the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention about that Buffalo game, Connor Clifton, that's a huge loss on the blue line. One of one of their sturdier defensemen in his own end, and he's now out serving that suspension for the hit on Heashier from the uh, Buffalo-New Jersey game the other night. And Blackwood and Kemper is, are your goalies in the uh, San Jose-Washington game. So over six and a half, and like I said, uh, those props I mentioned, I'm definitely going to look at. Man, there's a lot of people in the chat today really, really pissed off with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I can't blame you. Pittsburgh, uh, how do you do that? How do you beat Colorado and look so solid, so sound, and come back and play that way against uh, Ottawa without you know multiple starting defensemen last night? Uh, and Jari, again, I, I said it too yesterday. I don't trust Jari all, a lot of times after a really good start, and he did it again. He was less than inspiring last night for Pittsburgh. Uh, after that great game against Colorado. So, yeah, it's uh, hard to figure that Pittsburgh team. That though The inconsistencies are absolutely um, there right now for them. All right, final game of this Sunday card, and this is, I guess, the most anticipated game of the day. It's the outdoor game, the Heritage Classic, Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton, Battle of Alberta, which, you know, normally we're excited about the Battle of Alberta, and I guess we are. Um, but certainly the form of these two teams is dreadful right now. Someone's got to win tonight. We've got the Edmonton Oilers minus 155 home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. I ain't laying minus 155 with Edmonton. No way. Um, I'm not giddy about back in Calgary either, um, but there's just no way I'm going to lay this price with Edmonton. And I know Connor McDavid, credit to him. Um, he's back earlier than expected from this upper body injury. In fact, he participated in full practice at Commonwealth Stadium on Saturday. Uh, now, Jay Woodcroft wouldn't say for sure he'll be in the lineup, but he looked fine. He didn't look like he was, uh, you know, favoring anything injury-wise. He looked like he could make all the, you know, movements he can normally. Uh, so I would say, <laughs> I would say he's going to play. Uh, you know, Connor McDavid, you know, is going to want to be in this game, and I don't think Jay Woodcroft is going to end up denying him. Uh, the chance to play here uh, in this game. So um, I look at this matchup here and I don't trust either team right now. I really don't. I mean, I, I'm not laying a buck 55 with Edmonton and the price has gone up because people expect Connor McDavid to be playing uh, in this game, but they've had issues. They're not getting depth scoring. I mean, they've gotten nothing from their bottom six. What on earth have they gotten from Derek Ryan, Matthias Yanmark, Adam Ernie, Dylan Holloway, Ryan McLeod, Connor Brown's been the disappointment to me. I thought for sure Connor Brown healthy, Connor Brown back playing with his junior teammate, Connor McDavid would get hit, you know, would be great for him, great for the team. He doesn't have a point this year uh, for the Edmonton Oilers in their first seven games. So, you know, now they didn't have to, you know, pay a ransom uh, to get Connor Brown, but I definitely expected more from Connor Brown in terms of production than what we've seen so far. I do want to mention a couple of key points about lineup changes. We've got some shifting going on. We've got Kane, Nugent Hopkins, and Hyman on the second line. But more importantly, if McDavid comes back, it's looking like he might be put with Leon Dreisaitl together on the top line. And their right-wing partner on that top line might be Warren Fogle. 
So there's your there's your value right there. And we've talked about Warren Fogle. Warren Fogle's been one of those players that look at the last three games for Edmonton. He had that two goal game against Minnesota. He has 10 shots on goal uh, in the last three games combined as well for the Edmonton Oilers. So he's actually one of the forwards that's deserving of this promotion right now. Warren Fogle. Uh, Warren Fogle has been one of Edmonton's better forwards lately. So we'll see how that goes uh, as far as um, him in this game today. Um, it looks like as far as goaltending, uh, we have no confirmations, just projections that we will see Jacob Markstrom for Calgary, Stuart Skinner for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, we know Edmonton still without Rasmus Anderson uh, on the blue line. Uh, and Adam Rzichka missed the last game against St. Louis. Uh, and he's questionable with that shoulder injury that kept him out of that game. So uh, Adam Ruzicka, who we have mentioned as a player that's got value with his props, um, might miss his second straight game here for the uh, Calgary Flames. Um, Alex, by the way, who's not on this sh- this uh, show today, he did want me to uh, send along to everybody that uh, he's going to have some live looks, live wagering looks uh, in the uh, Colorado Buffalo game and a couple of other games today. But his only official play. Alex on the card today, pregame bet uh, on this four game slate today is this game and it's the draw at plus 350. And I like it too. I'm betting that as well. I don't trust Edmonton laying minus 155. Um, even with Connor McDavid likely to return and play, I like, I don't really trust Calgary. They were absolutely, you know, to win either. But what I do expect is I expect both teams to be desperate. Both teams to have a sense of urgency. I actually think this could be a fun game to watch because you got two angry teams, two pissed off teams, two frustrated teams, two desperate teams. The sense of urgency should be high. This is a rivalry game. You know, you could see some. This could be one of the more physical and one of the more intense outdoor games we've seen in a long time, just based on the situation. Two rival teams, Battle of Alberta, two teams that are desperate to get back in the win column. So, um, I'm going to go with that draw as well. I think that's the best look. I mean, I, I don't trust either team to separate from the other. I think it's going to be a tightly contested game. Uh, Totals-wise, I'll say this about the total. If you're going to bet under solely because you're worried about the ice conditions, it's cold as hell out there in Alberta, like for late October. I mean, to the point where the ice conditions won't be an issue, it looks like. Um, you know, it's going to be um, really solid for late October. I mean, it's been cold all week out there in Alberta light wind. So I think the weather actually should be pretty good for an outdoor game. The ice should hold up. There's not going to be much wind. Um, so it's actually, uh, I think, going to be a solid weather uh, night uh, for this game here between the Flames and the Oilers. I like that draw, though. I think it's definitely worth a look here uh, in this game uh, between the Flames and the Oilers. And you look at last year's, you look, actually go back to, you know, last year's three meetings. They were all one goal games. Now, none of them went to overtime but they were that close to going to overtime. There was a 4-3 win for Calgary, a 3-2 win for Edmonton, and a 2-1 win uh, for Edmonton uh, in the three meetings last year. So um, I think this is a good look, uh, taking a shot with the draw. Again, you can get upwards of a plus 350 uh, with Flames-Oilers draw. And like I say, for player props here in this game, Warren Fogle is the clear value look, playing on the top line for for Edmonton tonight. And as far as on the Calgary side of the equation, with uh, Rizicka banged up, Dylan Dubé's moved up to the top line, it looks like. So he's the one that's probably a little undervalued right now as far as player props go uh, on the uh, Calgary Flames side. Um, so keep an eye on that. I also want to point out Blake Coleman. 
a little bit. He's now up to the uh, second line for Calgary, playing with Backlund and Mangiapane. And Blake Coleman, uh, production-wise, three points in the last five games, and he has a couple of goals in those games as well. So I think if you're looking at value, there's some with a value based on moving up the lineup for Dubé and for Coleman with Calgary and for Warren Fogle uh, with Edmonton. All right, good stuff. That is the Sunday card, abbreviated show today um, because I uh, got somewhere to be in the next 10 or 15 minutes. Again, sign up for the Ice Guys family plan, $9.99 US per month, our daily betting card, player props, uh, and we're going to have our bonus bet cast in the month of November uh, there as well. All that and more, the Ice Guys family plan, $9.99 US per month. Uh, all right, bargain bin special of the night for me in the uh, NHL. Let's go back to that outdoor game, shall we? Um, I don't love the side in this game, or, or the total for that matter, six and a half. I mean, it's, to me, I'd lean under, but I, I don't love unders. And as you know, I don't, uh, I don't love this total enough uh, either way. Uh, but I do like a few props in this Calgary-Edmonton game. Uh, we're going to go to Warren Fogle, who you can find at plus 480 at FanDuel to find the back of the net tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. Look. As of right now, he's going to be probably on the top line. And if McDavid plays and returns from injury, then Warren Fogle is going to be playing with the two best players on the team and two of the best players in the world in Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. You talk about an absolutely bargain price for their line mate, likely line mate Warren Fogle, who's actually you know been an offensive. He's been noticeable. And again, he had the two-goal game against Minnesota. Uh, earlier this week. So that's what we're rocking with. Let's go to that Heritage Classic outdoor game tonight and let's take Warren Fogle for the Edmonton Oilers plus 480 score a goal. That's my bargain bin special uh, of the night for this Sunday card. All right, best bet to wrap up the show. Uh, let's go to that Minnesota, New Jersey over six and a half minus 125. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Seven and zero to the over for New Jersey games. We're riding that streak until it crashes. Uh, wild Devils over six and a half, minus 125 uh, for my best bet for this Sunday card. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. Reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday uh, and Saturday, Sunday as well at noon Eastern. Tomorrow's show, 3 p.m. Eastern, not 2 p.m. Eastern because I have a college football show before it, so it pushes this show back to 3 but we will be on the air tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, make sure you join us then for that. And a reminder, if you cannot watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. Yeah, uh, yeah. someone's asking where I'm headed. Yeah, just uh, friends, friends, a friend of mine's having a, net, a viewing party for the NFL games and for the hockey tonight. So that's where I'll be. Lots of pizza, lots of wings, lots of beer. And, and the gut getting even bigger. But it's fun. What can I say? Uh, good stuff, everyone in the chat. We appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, I'm Ian Cameron. Uh, have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys. Ah! <sighs>